Hello, my name is Steve Dubin. I am the proud owner of a lightly used public relations firm called PR Works based in America's hometown, Plymouth, Massachusetts. And our focus of our show is business way outside the box. Businesses that are unusual or have an unusual way of uh, providing a service. Today's guest uh, specializes in working with boomers. And our guest has uh, a number of certifications and backgrounds to prepare her to help seniors, uh, including um, certifications as a coach. Um, and she is also a proud host of her own podcast called Hey Boomer, which she'll talk about a little bit and uh, runs a program to help coach uh, boomers called Turn Retirement Upside Down, which um, I think leads uh, boomers into a different direction than where our parents were, where they expected less or um, were more modest about what their next phase might be. Um, and so that, with that being said, first I always give the guests uh, an opportunity for a rebuttal of if I botched their uh, intro, but welcome Wendy Green. Thank you, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. And do you want your rebuttal time? It's just there are a couple other certifications. So besides the bachelor's degree in computer right. science, um, I also am certified as a change leader from Georgetown University. Okay. And so, um, I see by uh, your background material and our earlier conversations that you were um, in IT and you were part of the corporate ladder and uh, you've both been expelled and escaped. <laughs> I love that, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about the transition coming out. Yeah, so, um... I went into IT, you're right, and soon realized programming was not my thing. And so moved into corporate training and traveled all around the world, uh, training people on different IT products, which was a great experience. But uh, as we all know, in downturns, training is one of the first things that corporations cut. And so I've had plenty of experience with being laid off from these corporate jobs as well, which led me to that change leadership certification. Because so I thought, okay, you know, this is enough of up and down and how do you adjust to change? And then I went into a telecom company doing more leadership training and uh, coaching the leaders on managing their employees and um, had, had a quite a, a disagreement with the owner. Um, he he spoke one way and acted another way, which really went against my moral compass. And so many conversations later, uh, the day before 9-11, he let me know I was no longer needed there, which it turns out was a good thing, Steve, but uh, at the moment, it was, you know, 9-11 the next day, and that really rocked the world and made finding something else very difficult. 
but eventually it led me into uh, a business that I had called Kids Art, which was um, really a wonderful business and won some awards for that. But my Hey Boomer initiative also started as the result of a layoff, COVID layoff. And at that point, I, I said to myself, you know what, I am not going into that dark hole of, oh no, what next? You know, I was 66 years old and, and I know how hard it can be to find another job at that point. And I said, no, 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 no. I am still a very relevant person. I have a lot left to give, a lot left to do. And so do other people my age in that boomer age range. And I have found and beyond. So boomers and beyond are my audience. And we, uh, every week I talk to inspiring people on a wide variety of topics to help my listeners feel inspired and motivated and that they are relevant and they can make changes. And they're still, I mean, the boomers, we were like an active generation, right? We were out there in the seventies being very involved and active. And we can do that now because we have more freedom to do that now. So that's really the gist of what I'm doing. Okay. And, and um, I get a, a good sense of uh, what you had um, communicated to me before was that you really like working with seniors who want to make a difference in their community and they want to be activists. Tell me a little bit about the process of that uh, program um, where you work with uh, boomers. How do, how do you sort of draw them into uh, potentially their next phase? So with the Turn Your Retirement Upside Down program, yeah. It's an eight week program. And every week I send them another chapter, let's say a, a work of worksheets and things to think about and introspective things. And it gives them permission to really think outside the box, like your show. It gives them the permission to say, okay, you know what? All my life I've been an accountant or all my life I've been a this, but I wanna try something different. And, and people get afraid to voice what that could be because they think someone's gonna laugh at them or they have no experience at that or you know, how can they learn something new at this point in their life? And so they work on what I send them and then we meet for an hour the following week, you know, usually by Zoom, to talk about what did they get out of that, what were the challenges, and then to set action steps. And so the goal is that at the end of those eight weeks, they have some real, real solid steps that they can start to take to become the person they want to be in this next chapter. Sure, some of that fear will still be there, but they've now learned ways to face that and to um, have accountability and to set up, you know, like to speak, speak it to other people. Cause once you say it out loud, now other people will be like, Oh, cool. Let me support you on that. So, you know, it's a whole process of, of reflection and then discussion with me as the coach. Okay. And it sounds interesting. Can you give us some examples of sort of 
some of the conclusions or paths that people have taken from mm -hmm. the course? Sure, yeah. So I've had, um, I've had people that have decided that they wanted to go and start another business. Um, I've had people that say, you know, I just want to, I just want to spend time with my grandkids. And you're like, well, so what are you going to do the rest of the time? And so we get them to think, and now, well, maybe I'll go back and take some classes at school. Maybe I don't want a degree right now, but why not? I'm, I'm interested in these other things. I'm going to go back and take some classes. Um, I had a person that she said she wanted to learn how to do more on social media. It turns out that what she really wanted to do was write a book. And so she's now in the process of writing a book. So, you know, it goes lots of different ways, but it's, it's really getting past that fear and owning the excitement of what, but what is possible. And really it's all possible, right? We don't really have to get old. We have to age, but we don't have to get old. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm with you. So, <laughs> so let me ask you. Um, part of what you were going to do today was make an offer to our audience, right? Um, of a okay. of a free oh, half an uh, hour. Uh, yes, yeah. sorry. Okay. Yes, I would love to make an offer to your audience, um, where they can um, contact me. We can do a. 30 minute discovery session, you know, because really and truly, Steve, if you're going to work with a coach, there has to be some kind of chemistry. You have to feel like they get you. And I have to feel like they get me in a sense, you know, like we can relate to each other. Otherwise, I would refer them to someone else if I'm not the right person. But it's an opportunity to have a discussion. And to really come out of that discussion with some insights just in 30 minutes and then go from there. If they want to go forward, great. If not, I love that I had the chance to talk to them. Okay. And so at the end of the uh, podcast, we'll share your contact information. And as we promote the podcast, we'll also make it easy for people to find you as well. Okay, great. Right. Thanks. So let me ask you, uh, given what you've been through and what you've seen working with folks, what's the sort of strongest tip that you might give to um, a boomer? What's the one thing they ought to think about? I think the strongest thing is to, oh, there's several. Um, That's okay. Yeah, I think part of it is you have to be you have to be able to ask for help, right? So, so many of us get into this place where we think, you know, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to like let anybody know I have this weakness. People are so willing to help if you'll just ask. So I think that's a big important one. And another one is to, to be able to reframe your thinking. You know, when you start into that, oh, my hip hurts or my, you know, neck aches or, okay, that's, yeah. So now what, you know, and reframe that into saying, okay, so now I'm still going to go for my walk or I'm going to stretch a little bit and I'm going to make that phone call. I'm going to write that 
that journal. I'm going to find something to volunteer in. I think being involved in your community and stop, stop stopping yourself, you know, get out there and be involved even during COVID. There's plenty of ways to still be involved in your community, whether it's phone calling or, you know, donating things or socially distancing, but tutoring children, they all need help in school now. There's lots of ways to still help and be involved. Okay, great. And so tell us, so this sort of leads naturally into, tell us about a triumphant moment that you've had mm -hmm. in this journey. In this journey? Yeah. Uh, let's see, try, there have been so many, Steve. I mean, talking to you, there you go, that's one. And, and you know, I'm not kidding because I think this journey has introduced me to people I would never have met otherwise. And it has taught me that I can reach out to someone I see on LinkedIn or in an article that I read that looks interesting. I can reach out and nine times out of 10, seriously, nine times out of 10, I will hear back from that person. And we have a conversation, whether they get to be on the show or not, I am meeting the most amazing people. And that has been such a win for me, you know? And then to be able to share those people out with my audience, it's, it, it can't be better than this. <laughs> okay, well said. And so, um, You've been very forthcoming, uh, but tell us something that we wouldn't find about you that if we Googled you, or no, tell us something that if we Googled you, we still wouldn't find. You might find it, but you'd have to look really far back. Okay. When I was um, in my senior year of high school, I wanted to be a page in the United States Senate. And they did not have girl pages in the United States Senate. And my father, who was a PR man, um, said, well, we're going to write to the president, who happened to be Nixon. We wrote to the president. Of course, my dad put that article out, you know, and Nixon wrote back and said, I have no control over the Senate. So he said, well, we're going to write to all the Congress, Senate and House. And we're going to have the cameras come in and they're going to take pictures of you and your friends addressing these envelopes. Blah, blah, blah. So it became, this is women's movement time, right? This, this was like 70, 1970. It became a huge story. And finally, I became the first girl page in the Florida State Senate. They also were not prepared for girl pages. And so it was quite a challenging experience but I am the first girl page in the country. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good story. And so, and then on the other side of that, what has been sort of your most difficult moment in your new, in your new world of creating sort of a boomer business? What has been either the most difficult, the most embarrassing, the most discouraging that you had to overcome? And still overcoming. Uh, and 
Yeah. So I, as you've heard, I love what I'm doing. Love, love, love it. Making money as a podcaster, a broadcaster, big challenge. Trying to find sponsors. Um, getting clients um, takes time. You know, building that up. And then you have some for a while and then they're done. And now you're looking for them again. So I think the monetizing the whole effort has been the biggest challenge and continues to be but i'm gonna get there okay great i'll share <laughs> some materials about how to do that with thank you. you um and so um that leads to if money weren't an issue what would you be doing i would still be doing hey boomer but I would be visiting more national parks and I can envision like having maybe a big, um, you know, one of the big travel trailer things. Get what you call them. RVs, yeah. A big RV, thank you. Having a big RV and having a way to provide myself with really good solid internet so that I could still do the show from yeah. wherever I might be, in whatever national park I might be, and then maybe even have a play where I could have some producers and we could go into the park and show some of the scenery and talk to some of the rangers. And that would be a dream. Great. Okay. Yeah. And um, advice to your younger self, mm. after all, what you've seen, what would you say to your younger self? Stay in school. <laughs> Don't get married at 19. Going back to school as a single mom was quite a challenge. I was 28, the kids were two and four. It was a challenge that I did. I did it, but um, I told my kids, please get your degree first. Please get your degree first. And they did. And if I could have told myself that, I wish I had listened. Okay, great advice. So um, I'm gonna wrap up here, but we wanna know uh, various ways to find you either on LinkedIn or your website. Um, how, what's the best way to reach you? So people can email me. Uh, that's Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y at heyboomer.biz. And heyboomer.biz is also my website. It has information about the coaching program. It has links to all of the uh, videos that we've done, the broadcasts, and to all of the blog posts that I put up there every week. Okay. And another option is LinkedIn. They could look under your name. Yes, I am on LinkedIn as well. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Wendy. It was really great to hear what you're doing. You're brave and resilient um, and inspiring. I, I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, Steve. I enjoyed it as well. Great. So that wraps up another fascinating episode of Business Way Outside the Box, coming to you from Plymouth, Massachusetts, America's hometown. If you know someone who has a business that's way outside the box or a service that is of that description, please contact me at prworkzone.com. And thank you for listening.